Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Garrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Do you have a nurture sequence for your customers? Do you know where your potential customers hang out? Do you have a follow-up system to ensure constant contact with customers? What about an affiliate program to reward those who bring you referrals? Well, if you don't, you need to join us at our Better Business Funnel to Income Workshop where we'll help you build your business sales and marketing funnel so that you could move your customers from prospect to raving fan. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hello, Misty. Hello, podcast world. How are you today? Well, where we're at, it's uh, it's March, but the weather seems like it's December. <laughs> you know, I am excited about it. And I'll tell you why, because I know in just a few short months, it's going to be hotter than hell. I mean, hot. <laughs> hot. you know, in sunny Southern California, in the part in which we live, temperatures can get up to the hundreds, 110. So I am welcomely embracing this beautiful overcast, a little cool weather, this beautiful March. Is it your childhood Chicago weather? (laughs) You know, it is. And when I was in Chicago, I didn't appreciate it. But now having lived in Southern California, I appreciate it, especially now that I am on the pavement so much more. So Misty, let's get started and talk about our show today. Today, we are talking about Funnels. Now, I know you're probably thinking funnel. funnel that you use in the kitchen with your food and your beverages. But today, that is not what we're talking about. I was thinking funnel cake. Maybe that's just me. Oh, funnel cake. That's stuff you get at the fair that's amazing. But funnels are just as good as funnel cake. Let me tell you why. Because a lot of people struggle with marketing and advertising and don't like to sell. There's a lot of, we hear a lot of times with people, I don't like to sell. I don't like to sell. I don't want to sound like a used car salesman or I don't like um, the whole, I don't know how to market or what do I do on social media? So a funnel is amazing because it sets up your customer journey for them. So you're not selling, you're enrolling. And the more the customer gets to know you, the more they're going to want to work with you. So that's how you set up your funnel is that how do I get someone from stranger to raving fan? And you're able to pre-do that by setting up the things that you love to do inside of them. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, one of the things that I know as a book reference that I use to learn a little bit more about funnel if you all don't know, Russell Brunson's Russell Brunson, he has a really, really good book series on traffic, but the one particularly is the dot-com experts. And in that book, he helps you understand funnels, helps you understand them, create them, and then go on to deepening your funnel experience. Now he has a show called Funnel Hacking, you name them, because as Misty mentioned, it's not a hardcore sale, 
but you are giving yourself an opportunity to set yourself up to position those customers and clients that you're hoping for to bring them into your business and continue them on your journey. So as you build this business of yours, think about what is your funnel? What is that easy place to start to bring your people in? And I know many organizations have used a free product to open the door. It's called a lead generator, that lead magnet, if you will. That's going to open the door, get people interested in understanding who you are as an organization. From there, you have an opportunity to then bring them through your funnel. Right, Misty? It's so funny you say that. Back in the day, I want to say probably about five to 10 years ago, people just gave out emails. They just wanted your email. And people would give out their email before they would get value. They just sign up for something before you get it. So it kind of switched nowadays because there's so much out there in every field. People want value first. It's kind of their way of, I, I would say Costco, you know, when you're walking through Costco and you have those free appetizers that you're just trying, you're sampling free samples. So it's the same thing, but whether you're a product or a business or a service business, those free samples really help. So instead of saying the word free, um, a lot of people use the term bonus, or I love that the lead magnet or guides, checklists. So it's something of value that could help your customer do two things. One, get to know who you are. Two, help them do something in their business. If you're able to do two where I had value, this helped move me forward in my business and I liked the delivery, I liked the layout, or I'm starting to get to know you better, that sets them up to want to enter your funnel and get to know you a little better, get to know your products or services a little better. So true. And I will say one thing, when you hear us talk or speak of the word funnel, your customer on the other end doesn't know that they're in a funnel. So don't use those words with them. <laughs> what you do want to know is that they're right, the journey, the customer journey, the customer experience. And I'll give you an example. One of the things that Misty and I did with Made to Inspire early on this year, we offered a free lead magnet, which was a goal setting guide, a goal setting guide. That goal setting guide got people thinking about what do they want to accomplish in 2021, 2020, what have you. Now, from there, that goal setting guide was an introduction and we offered them a free discovery call which is something really key when you're building your funnel. How do you connect with that person? And depending on the price of the product, you'll determine if a discovery call is needed or if they can keep going up your journey before a live interaction. And I love it because Russell Brunson talks about it. You really don't need a call with someone until you're spending over $1,000. People are buying $200, $300, $500 stuff all the time without any interaction with an organization. But our goal setting guide set us up to then offer a three-part series, classes, courses that we were then able to charge for and actually give people tools and resources to help them build on their year. See, we believe that goal setting is not a one-time event. If you all have read the book 12-Week Year by Brian Moran, we love that book. He talks about that in that book. It's a great resource. So as a result of that that lead magnet, we then were able to build courses to bring people into our organization. And that's where we started. Now, that was not the end point because from there, we led them to our book. And from our book, we're leading them to our group coaching program. From there, we're leading them to a camp and a four-day extensive experience. So think about what it, are you selling? 
And what is the best lead generator, the le best lead magnet you can offer that client to get them in the door to better understand you and your business and then continue from there? You could also do this. I know we're really huge into the service. We both um, are made to inspire. It's a service company. And then we each have our own service companies on the side, our other businesses where it's we're doing a service. But even as a product company, you can have a funnel for your product. And I always recommend part of people to get into your funnel nowadays is have some sort of cause. People love causes. And now I think people are a little more conscious of how they spend their money and where there's money going. This new generation is not about being rich and they're literally about what am I doing for others? What are you doing for others? And you've seen this little term. Um, I, maybe you've heard about the company that if you buy a pair of shoes, they give a pair of shoes. There's the sock company. I was watching TV last night, Bombas. Uh, you buy socks, a socks is donated, a pair of socks is donated. There's in the mall, I go to this store called The Lunchbox. I buy a product, they donate a meal. So part of your funnel could literally be something that you're near and dear to. I know um, working with one of my clients, one of the things that they're near and dear to them is dogs. So every part of their business, some proceeds go back to a, um, a dog shelter or something to that. And then people who are aligned with that cause may find your product through that cause. And it also sets you up, I wanna throw the ball back to you because I think you do this so well, Kimberly, is for the bigger events, the bigger things that you could do. And yes, it, it is, um, it's promoting you, but in a way you don't do it for the promotion of you. If you do it for the cause, the promotion of you just happens. And I know Kimberly does races for huge causes and a lot of people gather not only because to run, but to run for this cause. You want to speak a little bit on that, Kimberly? Absolutely. Um, some years ago, actually this year will be the ninth year anniversary of the Memorial Day 5K, 10K and Kids 1K Run. And I started this almost nine years ago for the purpose of raising funds for an organization called TAPS. Tragedy Assistance Program for Survivors. And it's geared towards families that have lost their loved one during the line of duty. Now, when I started this, it was really, one, I love to run. So really aligned with who I was and what I did. Secondly, being a Army veteran, again, aligning with who I am and what I do, it was a great opportunity for me to help people get up, get active, and get moving for a cause. This has transformed lives. But what I did to make it even more special, I invited family members of someone that lost their loved one to be an honoree each year at the race. So every year I have a special gift that's dedicated, whether it's a blanket or beautiful masterpiece created by a local artisan. So I've tied the community along with a cause, along with the purpose of movement together to create something. But what has happened as a result of that event, and I look at that as the top of the funnel, right? That awareness. And we'll talk about the five levels of the funnel in just a moment, but I created awareness. As a result of the awareness, I was then be able, able to drill down and create leads because then people wanted to know what else do you offer? So I not only had that court, can't even talk. I not only had that particular race, I offered other races but I offered one-on-one -on -one coaching. I offered group coaching. 
which then brought, brought them into my funnel in a different way from that large scale then to leads. And then people who got into those one-on-one run coaching maybe said, you know what? I want to lose weight. I want to do a little bit more. I was then able to drill them down even more. So you see, you have to look at, well, how can I bring in the masses? And I think to Misty's point, that race was a mass event. People who love to run, people who want to support a cause showed up. And as a result of them showing up and participating, I was able then to bring them down into my funnel. My gosh, I love that. Another great way I was uh, working with one lady and she made candles, homemade candles. And she was getting people or were telling her, oh, a great way to promote it would be to show the process of making the candle and then put it on your social media. People would be interested in that. So that was great. People were watching, but no one was coming into her website or buying the candle. They were just kind of like, oh, that's cool. You're making candles. So what we wanted to do was up that and have her connect with some local nonprofits or some organizations so that she can make candles specifically for them. So uh, if it was, let's say, a, a certain month where it's like um, Autism Awareness Month, which is April, then in April, she can make purple candles straight for that organization and they'll help promote it because it's also promoting themselves. So one of the things that we love to do is cross funnel. Mm-hmm. So if I have a great product or even service and I can meet someone else with a similar thing, then we could utilize each other's funnels in cross funnel. That's good. That's good. And we've been successful at doing that because we may fit right into the thread of where someone is in their organization and how it aligns with who we are and our overall purpose. So Misty, when we think about that, shall we define the five levels of a funnel and and start from the top and we can work our way down to help them understand how to create that perfect funnel for their organization. So So go ahead. First funnel, stage one is the unfamiliar consumer. So this is for people that don't know who you are or what you do. And it's advertising or it's finding ways to get yourself out there so that people could bump into you and and know that you exist. So you could do that through social media, um, traditional market print, right? People do it in the newspaper. Think about how we used to do that growing up as kids. Did anyone here raise your hand? Did you ever look in the yellow pages for something? (laughs) Yes. Now we Google it. So there's Uh different ways to do that. Um, We did a whole podcast and we're going to probably do many more on social media on how to your branding and get yourself out there. So that unfamiliarness is someone doesn't know you and this is their first experience with you. We talked about earlier about we use a lead magnet where someone is interested in something that we do. Now they have a sample of who we are and a product. That's good because the whole thing there is creating that awareness, right? That's that first level, creating awareness so people become familiar with who you are. And as Misty said, she gave you a number of examples and we gave you the example of events. There's also blogs. So depending on where you are in the marketplace and what type of product and or service that you provide, think about how you can get your name and your brand out there to create that awareness. Now, what's next? Now, the second level is potential leads. So now you have people that are kind of just maybe getting your free sample or they're starting to follow you on social media or your TikToks or your uh, YouTubes. Now they're kind of in your realm. They know a little bit about you. Now you have potential leads. And this is people who want what you have, 
and what you have. Yeah. How do you connect the two? People who want what you have and what you have. Now, any of these things, it could be a price point. It doesn't have to be free. We do recommend in the awareness of people just because where we're at is you can do some free stuff. You can do the, the, the lead magnet, but in the who people who want what you have and what you have can be a transitional action. It doesn't have to be a bunch of free stuff. So what people might do here is a low entry point. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you're selling a product, it's a, my uh, earring of the month. So I have all my earrings are priced a certain way. And this earring is a little lower because it's February, it's month of love, right? So that's a small entry point. Um, some of the things that we do is we do one hour workshops or courses, or mm-hmm. we also have pre-recorded ones specific to subjects that people in the realm of having ideas, owning a business, entrepreneur might be interested in. We do a lot. We have a whole section on mindset and movement and that connection between your physical health, your production and your uh, quality of life, which is yes. huge. So that could be added to any of our other products because everyone, especially if you're listening to this podcast, that's three trifecta, right? So Absolutely. that might be something that we could charge a low entry point, um, $99, or it's something that we might give away for free in another product. So yeah. a bundle, if you buy this, then you could also get that because it could lead people over. So I for back to the earrings. Hey, I sell earrings. It's what I do. I love it. Oh, and by the way, you love my earrings. I've got keychains. I've got necklaces. So it's that getting the, the people in with a small purchase point and then having a little more connected to that. Now, now at this level, if I can add to that, uh, Misty, at this level, this is your opportunity to really nurture those leads that you've gotten, nurture them with email, email sequence where they're constantly seeing you in their face. You may choose to do a weekly email, maybe a monthly or daily. Nowadays, I am being bombarded by some organizations because I've entered their funnel and I'm getting emails daily or weekly, just kind of letting me know who they are and what they have going on. Now, this is also targeted content driven towards what you're doing and what you're offering as an organization. So once you've gotten them in, here's your opportunity to now to nurture them. And nurturing basically means showing up, consistently letting them see what you have to offer that may appeal to them because you don't know yet. You've not qualified them yet as a, as a key client or if they're your target client just yet, they're in your funnel and you're building momentum as they continue to work through your system. That's a great point here, but a lot of people start Facebook groups here. So this is a great way if you're interested in something that I do to get you into a community of people who also love what I do because now you're gonna just automatically get pings and different stuff about the community. Now, after someone's a potential lead, which means they want what you have, and Kimberly said the magic words, now you kind of start to qualify them a little bit. They become prospects. That means not only do they want what you have, but they have the means and resources to purchase what it is you have. So as they become prospects, you're qualifying a little more, getting to know them, um, and you, they've, maybe they've bought something or they've gotten your free guide and they gotten your, they took your free course. So now they're starting to kind of follow you a little bit. This is a perfect time. I think we're talking about at the beginning is maybe to set up a phone call. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of my friends, he's in a uh, master marketer and I love it. Cause he said, you never have to sell. You literally just get on the phone with people and you find out, do you want what they have or do, do they want what you have? 
And can you convert that and enroll them into you? Because what's the difference between you and the other people out there? So you're interested in, let's say, getting healthy. Well, here's what we do to help people get healthy. If that resonates, let's take that next step. If it doesn't, then here's a resource for five other people we know that do the same thing. Maybe that'll be a better connection. So you don't have to stay away to the hard, like, oh, this is the last minute. You have to buy this now sort of thing. We'll get into that. There is some strategies that work with that, but we're kind of more of that organic. We want you to come on the journey. We don't want you to feel like I have to buy because you said. Now, so, a couple of things, if I can add there, Misty, a couple please. of things that I want you to think about why you're going through this process in your mind. Grab your notebook or better yet, grab your rocket book and start taking notes. Start building out and thinking about what are those, who are those target markets? Who can I, what can I position? What can I provide? If you don't use your rocket book, feel free to maybe open up your Canva and start building a diagram in Canva. In fact, Canva, beautiful software application has pre-made templates. So funny, we went, we were looking at hot tubs yesterday and when we walked into the store and we became a prospect, right? We wanted a hot tub, this was a hot tub store. And the guy followed us around and he just gave us information information. This is the difference. This is the difference. This is the difference. A little information overload, but it, he didn't quite try to press the sale. And then at the end, he said, can we make you an offer? He wrote everything down and then he highlighted everything we'd be getting that other companies don't offer. And I thought that was a really good, I'm like, we're in this funnel right now. Because then when we left, we we're still prospects, but we left, we didn't have the purchase point then, but we did have the information. Now, if we go to a few other places, now I could compare and if that's the best deal for us, we're going to be back there. So just because someone doesn't purchase that moment doesn't mean that they won't be back. There is a personality out there who will literally call anyone in a radius selling the same thing you are to ensure they have all the information before that is sold. So if you're really good at it, we call it an information broker about just giving the information and the value to why you and not someone else then most nine out of 10 times, if you're authentic about that and you do have the best offer in the service, people are going to swing back to you because they're going to see the other people. They're going to put you against your competition. So that's the part we don't want you to feel over salesy because some people will be turned off by that. That might've came back if you're just giving the information there. So after prospect, go ahead, Kimberly. I was just going to say at this point, you now give yourself because you've started the conversation, hopefully you've already captured their email, you've captured contact. And I'll use the example of the guy with the hot tub. Now he can follow up with you. There's the next step in that funnel where you're following up with that individual and you're working on conversion, right? That follow up is so important. You made the contact, you're following up. He told you clearly, Misty, how he was different than others in the marketplace. He differentiated himself to yes. position himself to work on that conversion to turn you from a prospect to now a customer. Yes. And the Patreon is someone who's invested in your products and services. What are the benefits that they're receiving as a customer? And how do you plan to increase their retention? A long time ago, a couple books came out that your best prospect is someone that has already bought from you. Yes. Your best prospect is someone that's already bought for you. And unfortunately, what you see in some organizations or some companies is they spend so much time and money trying to get new people in, right? Have you seen that? I think like on the phone commercials, the new person gets this free. But if you're an old customer, 
you don't get anything. And people were starting to then customer hop. Oh, well, then I'll yes. come here for a year, get all their free bonuses. And then I'll come back and get the free bonuses. And that doesn't know any good. So a lot of time ago, people sat down and thought, how do I take care of my customer and not just my prospect? That's how do right. I take care of my customer and not just my prospect? And so it literally is looking at what has someone who's already bought from you still need, still want, or are purchasing other places that you might be able then to fulfill. And you know, the truth be told, as you mentioned, those new customers cost an organization two to three times more than someone that's in-house. And I'll use that personally for one of my fitness business. I have clients that are in that have already expressed the need for fitness. They might be running or they may be on the other side with physical health or you know losing weight, but that's a great door opener for me to then position a new product and or service for them. Maybe it's mindset. Maybe it's you know something on the opposite side as opposed to me going out to find the new customer. The cost of me finding a new customer is so much more than already working in-house. So keep that in mind when you are creating your funnel and when you're doing your sales process. Who are you looking for? Where are they? And many times they're right under our nose or right under our fingertips. We just need to be consistent in our follow-up process to know that they're right there waiting for us. And the final is my favorite is the raving fan. I want you to think of like Beatles fans where they were in line five days before the show tickets were even sold or <laughs> someone that's excited, your favorite band, your favorite actor, actress, the stuff you'll do. The iPhone, people will line up days before it comes out just to be in that line to get the new phone. That's a raving fan. It's someone that is, no matter what you sell, 9.9 out of 10 times, they're going to get it because you sold it. At this stage, it's you that they mm -hmm. love. It's you that brings the benefits. Um, I always say I have a, um, if Oprah puts out a new book, I don't even know what's it about. I don't care if she's like, I'm going to get you a book on cleaning. I'm going to buy Oprah's new book. Um, every book I've ever bought on that she's wrote or had something to do with, I've loved. Um, and there's a few people where they just call me and they said, I'm going to start it. And I'm like, all right, where do I sign? Because every time I've gotten from them, I've gotten results. And that's what it's about. It's did I purchase something and get more than I expected? Because if so, I'm going to continue to purchase there. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. And that is your destination. You know, it's almost like pouring that hot tea or the, the creamer in the coffee. It starts at the top of the funnel and it works its way all the way down to the end. And the end is that yummy goodness that you get at the bottom of that cup, right? And that's the bottom of your funnel, creating those raving fans but you took them through a process. And so, as I mentioned, we're gonna offer you a free resource to help you build your baseline funnel. Now we know that there's multiple steps involved, but we're excited to say that our Better Business Accelerator course will be coming out really soon to delve a little bit deeper in the funnel. If you've also purchased our Millions of Possibilities, our new book, which you can find on millionsofpossibilitiesbook.com, that also has some insight and information on funnels. See, friends, we want to help you build that better business so that you can live the life that your heart desires. We know that you're just starting or maybe you're midway in the road or maybe at the end or not the end of your journey, but pretty far in, and you're just looking for a way to enhance. We have tools and resources for you. We mentioned the Better Business Accelerator, 
The waiting list is open. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Fire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.